Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Walkers Forum tonight. I'm so glad you have come to spend a little time with me. We're going to be talking about something I think most people are very interested in, or at least it's intriguing to some. And as shamans and as walkers, which in the sense it is the same for world walkers are in fact shamans, <clears throat> we trance. And as we trance, We use many techniques, and one of the responsibilities for a shaman or a walker is as we journey to the other worlds, to the many worlds, we also have the responsibility to collect information, and as we collect it, to then safely record it and then date it. And so that is part of our work as we go and retrieve information. And and so one of those ways of, in fact, being able to do two things at the same time, that is meditate and collect information all at the same time, which is great, is uh, called automatic writing, as you obviously saw from the title. And And sometimes it's called trance writing, Uh, is allowing a part of another entity or a part of that consciousness to enter into your hand or allowing one of your own spirit guides to work through, through your hand or through your consciousness or one of your power animals or any one of your many allies as, uh, any shaman or world walker in fact has. Uh, or uh, other worldly beings to speak through uh, using your hand. And we're we're not the only ones that uses trance writing or automatic writing. Also, writers use this and use it as a great tool as I guess the closest word for it would be um, free association. So the free association of just starting to just write for writing's sake helps them to open up and release their creative juices so that they can get lots and lots of great ideas from from really the universe, from, from the all, from everything. So all the ideas are out there, and writers know how to pull those ideas and put them on paper. And then... Another group of people are sometimes psychologists or therapists will will use um, this, but they call it claircognizance, and that means clear knowing. And what they do is they use this technique to help people pull out repressed memories, and I'm sure many other things also. I am certainly not a psychologist, so I can't even begin to let you know what they specifically do. But it's definitely a way for the person to relax and allow themselves to to just let things flow. And that's usually the term that is almost always used with everyone 
that has used it, writers, shamans, therapists, that that is, it is in fact a feeling of going with the flow. So that's a, a perfect um, term when referring to trance writing. So here we go with this trance writing, knowing that, all right, here you are in this meditation, and yet you're collecting information. And here, as you're in this meditation, collecting information, you're in fact physically collecting meditation. So when you're, I mean, information, or meditation information. And so by the end, you have uh, possibly maybe a few things on your paper or many things, it doesn't matter. But knowing that at the end of your meditation, you have, in fact, recorded everything that you received uh, within those moments. Now, I want to let you know that for for the most part, it does take much, it takes much practice, and uh, it it just takes practice. So just doing it. Uh, I don't like to give advice on how often you should do it because I think that's between you and your God and your goddess so and your guides. So have a conversation with them and you decide how much practice or if, in fact, you like this type of technique in collecting information. But after a while, you'll see that things fall nicely into place. And then also, as uh, here I just mentioned guides, uh, as we meditate, there's lots of reasons why we meditate. And that's a reason also why we um, we trance write and that any good uh, practitioner, in a sense, will always give the good advice, saying develop a relationship with your guides. They will say, and I'm saying it tonight too, Develop a develop a strong partnership with your power animal. Develop a strong relationship with all the allies that a shaman or world walker, in fact, uh, is there working with them. And this is a way to get to know your all of them uh, and your guides and the whole long list that what I just said. But this is one way to get to know what they're about because they're interested in helping you, and yet they're also interested in developing a relationship, and it's a two-way street, and they they want to let you know um, at times if you need guidance or protection or a warning, uh, the list goes on. So some people feel a little frightened about, like, well, I don't want to be dealing with any kind of spirits, well, just know this, that nothing beautiful uh, is allowed to ever touch you unless at some conscious level you allow it. Our Nothing can touch us unless we agree that, it can be, that we can be touched. Our power is always our power. We never give up our free will. We never give up. Well, anything. We never never give up our sovereignty to anyone, including our guides. We have the last word when we're working on shamanic or world walking adventures, workings, magical work, and the list goes on. We have the final say. 
And so as we work as shamans or world walkers, you notice how I always say that together because, in fact, world walkers are, in fact, shamans. But in the Krilling tradition, we call our shamans world walkers. We also call shamans shamans also, but we also call them world walkers. So as we meditate, uh, we learn how to clearly retrieve information. And now you notice how I said, as we meditate, meaning um, as we do something, in the doing is where, where the, much of the learning happens. It's one thing reading about something or listening to instruction about something, the whole other animal when you are doing it or actively participating within it on a regular basis, not like I'll do it every three years, no, on a regular basis, then you will continue to learn many, many wonderful things in the doing. So as we meditate, we learn how to clearly um, identify information, retrieve it, then safely record it, and that's why I think trans um, writing is so great. And, of course, the last part of that is effectively interpreting the information. But we're not going to focus in on interpreting um, the information tonight. Now, as we, and, and as we ask, so we ask why we need to, to meditate, those are just a few examples right there, uh, to meditate and perform automatic writing. But those of us that enjoy meditation, uh, you, all of you know, and even if you instinctively know, that there's, there's a litany of wonderful reasons to meditate. But we're only going to focus in on those two things tonight and, of course, focus in on the trench writing. <clears throat> so, and, and I, I want to back up also that we also meditate. Uh, just simply by acquiring information about another person uh, or a situation uh, or getting information maybe about the land, uh, about an event, uh, or, or about the whole great project of evolving our consciousness uh, that's always uh, pertinent to everything and everyone. But essentially, no matter what, we need to have tools at our aid that will, that will help us with retrieving information and recording information. And so as we, uh, and that's why I enjoy working with spirits uh, with automatic writing. And what, what, I, what I do is that when I am focused in on any kind of other intelligences or working in other reality systems, or working with entities here, or working with entities here on either the upper, middle, or lower world, or working with my higher self, or working with my spirit guides. Uh, that the, the, the relationship uh, between all of us becomes stronger, and I feel always protected simply because I know um, how important it is to do this work, and and as I have walked through this particular path, I have seen that the, the animals, how they step forward and how they lovingly and gently 
Well, just let us know. Uh, but yet sometimes at the let us know, let us know about what. Uh, I guess that with the let us know about what, sometimes with automatic writing, uh, there's many times I don't know what I wrote. And fine, I date it, I put it aside, and then pull it out at another time. And I may still not know what I wrote. But then there are times that when I pull it out and reread it again, then my consciousness has grown to the, to the point of some understanding of some of the information, and that's wonderful. So it, it's, I guess we should start with where do we start? And the first thing with automatic writing, with all magical practices, is to, well, to ground and release. And grounding and release, release can be done in, in many ways. And I do it in many ways, but I usually have my favorites like everyone does. And one of my favorites is I shield myself. But first I ground and release. So that's my back up. I ground and release. And how I ground and release is... I either see a glowing white ball appear above my head and then I allow the the white ball to pour its energy all through me, allow it to run through me from the top of my head all through my body and out to the bottom of my feet and allowing all anxiety, all stress, all um just anything that's not helpful for this particular moment and this particular work. And as I just allow everything to wash through me, then that is, in fact, grounding and releasing. Another form is I see myself going under a waterfall. I step into it, and I allow the waterfall to rush through me, and there I'm ready to ready to go. And then shielding, uh, I see myself step into a large crystal before I journey and yet know that there are many forms of, sh- of uh, shielding too. Now I'm talking about shielding. So first I grounded and released and now I'm shielding. And with that protection, especially when you're doing some heavy energy work in the beginning. Some people get headaches. I was fortunate enough to not have headaches, but I know sometimes when that advice is given to go into the crystal, when they're doing energy work, that in fact the headaches will diminish or in fact go away. So that's like a little side thing there. And then I also uh, ask my gatekeeper for protection because that's one of his responsibilities. So as I walk through uh, this journey, I center, and once again, that's up to you how you center. Keep your mind still, and as you keep your mind still, allow allow it to truly be still, but don't force it to be still. Don't make it to be still, and have patience with yourself. Don't go like, oh, I just can't, I just can't make my mind still. As you have thoughts float through, acknowledge them and let them float by 
and then go back into stillness. And after a while, those thoughts will get the message and they'll become less and less until there's nothing. But don't don't overstress about like, oh no, I just keep thinking, I keep just don't worry about it. Just be patient with yourself. And you should feel the energies as you're working with your higher self, uh, your your power animal. Uh, know that you'll feel that the vibration rise. The, the, the energy will absolutely change, absolutely change. And you will know it, or you, you will just know it. It, it, it. Intuitively, you will just know. So... Uh, at the end of this, uh, this feeling, uh, and I can't tell you exactly how the feelings are because that's just, it's impossible to explain how you're going to feel at the end um, or through the automatic writing. And so as we clear and release, I then enter in and sometimes just saying it out loud orally, yeah, like I'll say something like, you know, I call forth our, uh, my loving ancestors and spirit guides uh, you know, to not only completely protect and guide me through this journey, I give direction to my gatekeeper that nothing baneful shall enter this holy space. I invoke goddess and God, and I invoke my ancestors. And at this point, uh, I am well protected. And then I continue and breathing and just relaxing, allowing my mind to just be really placed aside. It really comes down to it. And all this always happens as any magical or energy work is by willing it with strong love and just pure heart and strong integrity. And with that strong integrity, by willing it, spirits come. So now you're relaxed and not forcing anything, and you'll just know when to pick up the pen or pencil that you've previously laid in front of you. You probably didn't say that before, but you have a pen and a pencil and a paper in front of you. And you just know when to pick it up, or you may feel a very strong energy change, or or subtle, or subtle. Yeah, that's absolutely... Uh, absolutely happen. And and as we feel this change in energy, then, then we begin to just write. Now, you can maybe put a question at the top of that page. There may be a question about something related to a, a particular land spirit or a particular event or just a general question about give me general guidance for today. It could be anything, but something that helps prompt uh, you to to move. And then just allow, just relax and allow. Don't worry about if, if you just did a single letter or you a, a strange symbol. There was one, one person years back that they they would pick up the energies of Mars. Well, that's very cool, and they would write in this other language, but it would really be reflecting the energies of of Mars. Fantastic. 
uh, or it may be maybe just scribbling, and you're scribbling and scribbling and scribbling, and then words will start forming. It may be another language. It it may be your language. It may be symbols. Uh, it can be anything, but just let your hand move what just whatever it wants, but keep your own physical mind out of it. Don't judge what you're seeing. Don't interpret what you're seeing. Uh, just let let the process happen. And I guess the key word here really is uh, be uninhibited. Just just go for it. And so, as you're you're writing, you're uh, just writing, and and as you're seeing things form or not form, if that's not the point. The point is that you're allowing to create a union between you and spirit. And just by doing that, spirit world is incredibly joyous and happy to know that you want to be part of the communications, the active communications, because after all, spirit always, always, this universe, nature herself always, desires to speak to you. And so when you show that you're willing to just allow and let let um, this particular process happen and that you're willing to do it on a semi-regular basis, it depends. You know, everything it, everything is, takes a cost. It's, or there's a cost. And the cost for this particular one is time and allowing yourself just to be at peace and allow yourself to, to be and allow yourself to just to to express what your higher consciousness, your higher self, your oversoul uh, wants to express to you. And that's a thing of beauty. And people will say, well, is this a, a, really like a channeling? Yes, it is a channeling. And then some will ask, well, how do I really know if I'm, I am in fact really doing it? And it comes down to that by the end you should you should not feel like a heavy presence or a or a yucky feeling or just a, a presence that's uncomfortable. It should be a feeling that you are in complete control, that you are a stronger self, you are a a, jo- a more joyful self. Uh it's even though maybe joy may not necessarily be attached to it, but you are just a more powerful self, that you're entering into, into your fullness of what you have been created to be. And, and so there, there's just that, that beauty of knowing that you're, you're willing, willingly to step forward and be part of this great work because that's, after all, what we are doing. We're collecting information, we're interpreting it, we're analyzing it and trying to put it into practical use in many reality systems and then putting it all together, putting the puzzle pieces together, and no one has all the puzzle pieces, and that's exciting too. So it's just one way, one technique as we move into the spirit world and to learn about the conversations that are going on all the time, the communications, 
that's going on all the time. And even if you want to uh, relate to any animal, this can work too, uh, that the animal will express uh, herself, himself, uh, through this also. And that's a real joy to pick up, to pick up those energies. So I'm going to leave this with uh, what Lord Don usually says, and he says, there is one power in the universe, and I am a perfect manifestation of that power, and such I will that the boundaries of my aura shall be strong and healthy and repelling all unwanted energy while remaining open to the positive and healing energy, safe within these boundaries, Nothing can harm me, for I am filled with the strength of the goddess. By my will, so mote it be, and it is so. So that is absolutely perfection in my terms. That that's, it, that's the place of where we sit. That's the seat where we sit. A seat of self-authority and an open consciousness to all communications, and we are, in fact, fully capable and fully equipped as war walkers and shamans, in fact, all of humanity, that we are all fully equipped to listen to the symbols of living life, of life itself in all forms, in all consciousness, all. It's all. And thank you for for being here with me, for I'm Stephanie Neal of the Krillian tradition, a world walker, and hope to see you soon. For in fact, uh, you will, because there will be many more of these little lessons. So blessed be.